What's good, everybody? My name is Brandon McCollum, also known as BMXC, and this is Nice Minds. I'm with a very, 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 like I say every time, but I always fucking mean it, very, very special guest, my homie Landscapes. What's good, homie? Yo, what is good, BMCC? <laughs> Thank you so much for having me on Nice Minds. Thank you for joining me. I appreciate it. I've known you for a minute, so we probably go back like five or six years at this point approximately yeah because i i will have lived in minneapolis for six years this coming march that makes sense yeah so um yeah we both were students at ipr together and i remember the first time you're a really talented gifted mc and i remember the first time i saw you live and was that your first show the the rhyme series showcase yeah the one at a uh, seventh street entry yeah where I opened for Jay Plaza. Yeah, it was Jay Plaza. And then uh, we had like our group called like Creeps and Geeks. That was like our our group name for like the class that we were in. But yeah, that was my first like official show in, in Minneapolis. Yeah. That's crazy. I, I remember seeing you and I was just like, holy shit, they are fucking dope. Like just, just fire. I was like, this landscapes just has skills. So when did you start making music? I know you're originally from Akron, Ohio, right? From Akron. Akron, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I'm from Akron. I started, I, I started singing in general. Um, I started doing music uh, when I was like three or four. Uh, like my, I, I specifically remember going on road trips to Tennessee with my mom, and she introduced me to Leanne Rhymes, and like that's that's the first person who like I remember like ever like singing to their music and like learning what they do um so I was listening to a lot of Leanne Rhymes. I was a theater kid through and through uh I was in like musicals when I was in middle school and high school I was in uh Willy Wonka Jr. Susical Jr. Uh, I was even in a uh, a production of Anne Frank uh, Diary of Anne Frank, not a musical version, um, <laughs> which that would be interesting. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I've, I've just always kind of been around music and involved in music. I started writing my own music probably when I was 12 or 13. So probably like middle school era. Um, I did a lot of acoustic stuff originally. I was listening to a lot of Fall Out Boy and Mayday Parade and and just kind of like writing stuff in in that kind of vibe. And then I started getting into hip hop. Um, my friend Mitch, actually, he introduced me to Greaves when we were probably in like sophomore year of high school. And so I was listening to him a lot. And Greaves is actually who got me into doing like hip hop and rapping. And so that was probably 2011 or 12, I'd say. So almost like almost 10 years now I've, I've been doing rap. So it's actually like getting into rhyme series and stuff that kind of brought you up to Minnesota, right? I mean, you, you found out about IPR when you were like, researching schools and stuff and like rhyme sayers or I was going to college at Kent State and I hated it <laughs> and like I never wanted to go there in the first place type stuff 
And I was like sitting in my room one day and I was like, okay, like, what do I want to do? Where do I want to be? Like, where am I trying to be at? And I was, I, I think I like Google searched uh, like media colleges and came across IPR. And I saw that they had a music business program. And then I also saw that they had a Rhyme Sayer scholarship. And I was already familiar with Rhyme Sayers because like I got into Greaves and then got into Prof. And I was just like, okay, well, like these are people that I've at least heard of. These are people I know. Like, like it, it just made sense. And so I was like, okay, like this just, it just seems to be a calling. And so I, I applied for the school. I applied for the scholarship, somehow managed to get into the school and get the scholarship. And I was like, okay, like this is real now. Like, I, and I just, you know, moved here and did the dang thing. I was just like, I moved here with, I, I, I moved to Minnesota with $2,000 in my pocket and I was crashing on, on a friend's couch because like I couldn't legally get um, my name on a lease. I was on probation at the time. I was going through some legal shit back in my hometown and I was relying off of the goodwill of others. And I was fortunate enough to not have those people take advantage of me. And I was given really good opportunities with really good people and I'm I'm so lucky for that like I I got really like I really big ups to the people who just like supported me along the way because I could not have done it without without like a select like group of people you know what I mean I feel like you hit the ground running once you got into IPR and you know started doing live shows and stuff and you were part of Nice Entertainment for a little while, and I've always kind of wanted to apologize because I feel like that was like the end of it running me running it as a label. And like I let my mental health kind of like get in the way of a lot of decisions that were made during that time. So I just want to take this time to personally like apologize to you for that like year that you were involved with NGE and stuff, because I I just wish that I would have made better decisions and kind of just like put you more at the forefront because I always really fucked with you and really believed in you it was just it was just a bunch of a bunch of shit and so like I'm sorry about that hey no it's okay you you have nothing to be sorry for like I I 100% appreciate your apology and I also 100% understand like where you're coming from like I think I think mental health affected a lot of people in a lot of different ways and 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 correct me if I'm wrong because I don't you know want to I don't want to speak for you or put words in your mouth but I feel like you and I are the same on a level where like we both really want to represent the people and when we feel as though we've missed an opportunity to do that, we feel like a little bit of extra like personal guilt, even though 
we might just be trying to take care of ourselves or you know like we have other shit to attend to like I feel like you and I always want to represent the people and want to be there for each other and then when we can't be there due to personal reasons it just hits us extra hard yep so i totally feel where you're coming from like on on that level i just did not know how to be a leader and like uh, i i would say like i lost a lot of like steam running nge during like 2016 end of 2017 and like i just let my mental health get in the way and I just didn't know how to properly lead. And I really realized over the last couple of years as like I've made NGE my personal brand, um, just kind of how much I did let my mental health kind of like run the show, you know, and um, it doesn't make it right. And uh, I but I'll always support you. And that's why I wanted to invite you on today, um, just because you know, like like I said, like you are somebody that. I have always been a huge fan of, and I think that you have the most potential out of like, I mean, I, I literally like, I'm not even fucking with you. I put you in like the top 10 of people that I know. Like I, I'm not even just gassing you up. Cause, cause you're that dope to me. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you for, you know, just being that homie and just, just being dope all these years. It really means a lot. Um, so, I mean, overall, like, how has 2020 and 2021 been for you? It's been a little wild. Yeah. I feel like I gave a lot of love and received a lot of love during 2020, 2021. Um, but also a little bit of not so much love. <laughs> right. In that time. Um definitely kind of learn some people's true colors uh, but also learn some true colors about myself yep and you know trying to trying to process a lot trying to process a lot trying to hold myself accountable same trying to come to terms with things trying to come to terms with the fact that I might not necessarily be able to hold other people accountable for some things yeah at least not to their face you know right but yeah just kind of just trying to unpack a lot yeah. and forgive other people forgive myself just trying to navigate the the tragedy that has been the last two years trying to even put a grasp on how much of a tragedy the last two years have been <laughs> Absolutely. Cause I mean, you, you've always been really in the, the live show world. I mean, you were working at like a few venues, right? Yeah. I, um, I got my, I got my start at, uh, at first Ave and now I'm at the armory and 
Like I love it. It's dope. It's just it's been such a such a wild transition. I haven't been to a show since like I mean in two years. So how um how has the live show world been since everything's been back? It's been one of those kind of like the more things change, the more they stay the same type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> um you know, you're you I feel as though working from like a front of house perspective, like dealing with um like customers, um kind of a lot of the same. Um you're dealing with some entitlement, mm-hmm. some uh why do I have to wait in line type of thing or just like everyone has to wait in line or you know like we've we've had a break from all of this for for almost two years like 18 months yeah and people coming back to shows or people who have never been to a show like all of a sudden like nobody knows how to act and it's just it's it's weird yeah (laughs) like from a from a performer aspect but also from working like on the venue side it's it's weird (laughs) have you done any shows as a performer since since we've been back i have not i have gone to a couple shows but i haven't i was gonna do um uh, DJ Nanobite was putting together a show, but that ended up getting postponed a little bit. So we haven't, we ha- we don't have a, an official uh, show date for that yet. But that's the only show that I'm committed to, <laughs> right as of right now. Um, otherwise, I'm just observing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I'm observing from afar because I. Yeah, I just haven't. I mean, after losing my mom to coronavirus and everything, like I'm, I'm just still like kind of weirded out with everything and like uh, not knowing really where I fit in, in in that space anymore. And, um, you know, even though I'm vaccinated and, you know, uh, I just I don't know when I'm going to be comfortable. So I, I'm I'm trying to like kind of put my feelers out and see like how how it's been and like, you know, uh, if people are, you know, if it's different, if it's the same, if it's, you know, any better. Um, yeah. So I, I just think it's really, it's, it's really interesting. Different venues are doing different things. Um, I know some places, um, and, and I know some of it is also dependent on like what the artist wants. So I know like the venue I work at, they are following like all of the state and federal mandates as far as COVID goes. And then anything beyond that is up to the tour. Um, So I know some tours are requiring proof of vaccination and or um, proof of negative COVID tests within 72 hours of the event. I know that there are some tours who are only requiring like proof of vaccination like you have to be vaccinated in order to go to the show um and like I think that's like a good thing like I think that you know like if you 
like just my personal opinion like if you want to go to a show or like go do anything in public in today's climate you should be vaccinated for for any and everything it's it's so hard in that regard i mean it's 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 so hard to get like everybody's differing opinions and i did i don't have the energy for it you know i don't have the energy to freaking argue with people about it but i'm in full agreement on that so have you been uh working on any music are you uh the album getting any closer what's been going on oh yes um so i'm uh, waiting to hear back from my producer about you know like final edits and stuff for the album i'm hoping i was hoping to have the album out by the end of November, but that didn't happen. But that's okay. Um, <laughs> deadlines aren't as important, right? At least for this one. Like at like after this one, like <laughs> we're we're like we're buckling down, you know. Um, yeah, for sure. But yeah, hopefully, I will have this album out by the end of the year or the start of the new year dope because you've been working on this one for a minute what's the title again for so long uh it's called new foundations that's right um i was hoping to have it out like by last fall like of like 2020 i don't know yeah time is just weird yeah right it was a whole thing and you know then everything was happening for a lot of people and you know i get it it's a whole blah blah blah, blah. Uh, <laughs> um but yeah it, it was one of those things where it's like i wanted it to be good and not just done yeah and now i'm just like okay well you know it's probably good can we get it done please are you working with one producer on this or are you working with multiple people technically working with three producers on it um so yeah <laughs> so two people so Derek owens oh word dope yeah beats by brick sold me one of his beats and then uh chucky ellis yeah chucky yep. sold me one of his and then dj ryan hayes is doing the rest of them oh sick the homies hell yeah yeah so then like he's just been like working with nerdy yep, and doing like fair play and all that kind of stuff yeah it's dope to see the homies and what they've accomplished over the last like couple years it's insane i didn't even realize that i connected ryan and and matt like i had no idea oh yeah uh matt was playing one of my shows and i think ryan was djing or something or maybe it was at somebody else's show or something, but I was standing with uh with Ryan, like watching Nerdy, and I was like, I was like, yo, you gotta meet this dude. Like, he's freaking dope. And Ryan's like, Oh, okay, cool. And I might have like I don't remember if I like actually like introduced them, introduced them, but I know that I was the one that like put it in Ryan's ear to like talk to him or whatever. So it's crazy. Like the those dudes, like just they just keep leveling up like by the day it seems like they're doing really cool stuff i'm super proud of them fuck yeah um so i know that your ultimate uh goal is to open a venue yeah 
how has that been going? Like, have you have you been like in the process of like planning it still, or are like does COVID change that goal? It has slightly altered the goal. Word. I uh, I kind of want to downscale it just a little bit. Um, initially, I kind of wanted to do something like probably like half the size of First Avenue's main room. And now I kind of want to do something more, like, closer to maybe, like, Seven Streets. Word. like, size room. Um, I think that instead of doing, like, a, like a venue venue, <laughs> uh, I kind of want to do more of a, like, a lounge style. Like, a... Oh, that's cool. Like, more of a more of a chill spot like more more like more like honey i miss honey I, oh i didn't even notice your shirt that's dope that's fire hell yeah honey was the shit the shit <laughs> i mean like everybody that worked there was just the best i mean john the owner always treated us with so much respect and um, so much love. I mean, we were pretty much able to get shows there whenever. I mean, you know, he had the people that he liked that he would just allow to just book shows pretty much whenever it was available. And we we just had the best times there. I mean, it was it was always lit there, even when it was like even when there was nobody there, it was always lit, you know? Right. Like we always had each other. Yep. Like honey was always the spot. Yeah. I'm really surprised that like people didn't put together like a GoFundMe or something for Honey, like to to keep it open or like open it back up. I mean, I don't even know the full story. Maybe there's more to the story that I don't even know. But like, um, I just, I'm just like, fuck, that was not like any venue. I'm like, why, why did it have to be Honey, you know? Right. We're in definite need of, of something similar in that aspect, like, like a loungy, like chill, um low-key spot where you know artists can come and perform um so when i mean i guess i guess i don't you probably don't want to air out too many of your ideas until it's until it's official so i guess we could keep it on the hush hush because i don't want to give away all your sauce and all your uh <laughs> all your plans yet i know that you like you and i both personally have had a lot of setbacks and like struggles in our career um what did like what advice would you give to like a younger you or like a younger artist trying to get into the game, like what what would be like, like a few different pieces of advice that you would give like your younger self. The first thing that comes to mind is always plan for the worst. Yep. Always plan for the worst, um, and that's not to say you know don't appreciate what you have right now while you have it even if you don't have a lot um it's just life is so unexpected yep and i thought that like 5 years ago like 5 6 years ago when i moved here I was like, life is so unexpected. Like, I'm 21 going on 22. You know, like, life is crazy. You know, like, anything can happen at any moment. You know, change and, like, blah. And fast forward through, I graduated college, which I never thought I would do. 
went through a global pandemic, which I could have never even imagined I would do. Sitting here going on 28 years old, like a, getting ready to move out of my studio apartment. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, things things change in such unexpected ways at at such unexpected times like you can you you can hope for the best and plan for the worst and even still just be so unprepared just so wildly unprepared for what comes next yep facts like i I come from a family of ain't got shit. <laughs> so I'm all, I'm trying to protect my money like I ain't got none because I never had none. And then, you know, pandemic hits and you're just like, oh, what? The realization is just like, oh, money's been fake this entire time. Like I've been panicking this whole time. And it's just, it's so wild. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, expect the unexpected, I think, is is great advice. I mean, it really is. It's something I wish I would have known. I mean, I started this music thing like 20 years ago at this point, and I thought, you know, 20 years, I'm going to be fucking in Cali rolling a Bentley and, like, you know, having a label and all this shit, and you don't think about all the hardships and the setbacks and the you know, things not going exactly how you expected them and, um, like, all the personal fucking struggles you're going to have to deal with along the way. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's real. Because I know, especially, like, when I, when I was younger and I was, like, super into photography and I was following, like, Alt Press Magazine, blah, 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 like, back in Ohio, and I would, I would see these artists and I would be like oh yeah like they worked hard and got to this spot like I can do that too but then you don't really see the back end of that struggle until until you're there yep and once you get there you're just like ah I I kind of wish someone would have been there to you know tell me about this side of it life definitely has has some unexpected twists and turns that you you just don't anticipate um what else any anything anything any other words of advice it might sound cliche but always stay true to yourself like never never let anyone try to tell you what to write or what to sing or like what to wear or who to be like always have control of your own image always have control over your own creative process get a good lawyer (laughs) like if you're if you're really trying to be like serious or if you're trying to be like mainstream famous in this industry as a like as a performer as a producer as you know whoever whatever like if you're serious, like know how to read a contract. Yeah, 
True. Always know how to read Facts. a contract. Yep. Know what your contract is saying. And always have fun. Yep. Like, like don't get like always be conscious of the legal shit because you don't want to get messed over. But you know, like don't don't lose sight of the vision. Yeah. Only lose yourself when you're listening to the Eminem song. <laughs> Hell yeah. Facts. Facts. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's good advice. I mean, because oftentimes we like when we're on this journey, we forget why we even got into it in the first place. We forget that this is our passion, this is fun, this is like, you know, this is what what we breathe for, this is what we live for. You know, music is what we do and creativity is what we do. And I know along the way when I was running Next Entertainment, like I forgot about that and lost sight of that so many times. Like I I forgot about the vision. I forgot about, you know, just why I was doing things. And I think I think one of my biggest things for for people is just always remember your why. Like why are you doing this? Like, you know, are you doing it for selfish reasons or are you doing it to help other people? You know, are you doing it to express yourself? Like, you know, just re- always remember your why and keep that at the forefront. I actually had that written on a whiteboard until my whiteboard broke. <laughs> Um, but I had it like hanging up, like kind of like next to my bed and it said like, what is your why? And I kind of like, whenever I thought of like a motive or an inspiration, I would always write it down, like whether it's a person or whether, you know, it's just, you know, like the earth, like, oh, like I want to keep society going, you know, like that I would just like write down that reason and just try to give myself more motivation as to you know like what is your actual why like why do you want to own this venue like why do you want to make your own music like like what are you going to do with that that's dope i actually have a whiteboard right over there i think i'm going to grab that and actually do that because that's pretty brilliant because i i think that i need to I need to remind myself of that like daily, like why, why I'm doing this and like why I need to continue doing it. And I've never thought about, I've never really been like, I'm, I'm going to quit, but I've definitely changed directions so many times just because I haven't had that why at my forefront. You know, I think, I think that's what's, what's got me off course so many times. It's definitely helpful, especially like, especially when you're trying to think about it for like non-selfish reasons because because it's, it's super easy to think about yourself yeah um but when you're trying to think about like okay well how can i do what i want to do but also contribute to society like how can you know like how can i help people while being selfish so to speak yeah and and i feel like that's kind of like a good motivator yeah that's exactly why i started this because i you know i knew that i was kind of um stopping the record label thing but i still wanted to help uh shine the light on creatives and um you know give people a voice and and uh get people's stories out there and i appreciate you for that thank you yeah i appreciate you for for giving me your time tonight i really really appreciate it um so yeah, I guess we covered like everything that I wanted to cover um in a short amount of time span. Um 
Do you have any last words for the people? I would honestly just say, like, keep it real. Keep it real with yourself. Keep it real with others. Be be kind. You know, like, everybody is going through some shit. You know, just try to be respectful. Try to be nice. <laughs> exactly. Um, and, yeah, just, you know, like, live your best life. Like, um, be be uh be selfishly selfless i like that selfishly selfless i love that well i appreciate you thank you so much for your time i keep doing your thing keep working on this album i can't wait to hear it and let me know if you need any help from me in any way promoting or you know just whatever you know my my inbox is always open you have my number hit me up anytime thank you so much Thank you. Yeah, I'm definitely going to hit you up because I need I need your expertise on some things. <laughs> I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you.